This is the Tan Talk Radio Network. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Your host, Gene Hodge, is a training consultant author, motivational speaker, and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. With HodgePodge Training, Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. With Gene's process, thousands of individuals have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802 or send an email to the opportunity hour at gmail.com. Studio lines are open at 1 866 826 1340. And now, here's your host, Gene Hodge. Good evening. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour, the place where we try to help all of you out there to find that are looking for work to find something that you enjoy doing instead of just having a job. And so I'm here tonight. I'm your host, Mr. Dukes, Mr. Hansen Dukes. He's with us sometimes. He's out traveling right now, and he's there. But our trusty engineer, Mr. Matt, Matt's the guy that makes the show run and look good. Matt, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing fantastic, but I have to ask you. Okay. We say this every week that Mr. Dukes is out traveling. How often is it he's actually here with us? Oh, uh, and I say I say this in as loving a way as possible. I love working with him. Well, uh, the first of the year, the first of the year, he took on some new roles and okay. mentioned that that he would be coming in from time to time on a spotty basis. He'll be here in a couple of weeks, actually, because I'm going to be out. All right. But but uh, that's that's the thing we got. Uh, we got other assignments that we're trying to deal All right. with. Th- those are just for those who are new to the show that always wonder why Gene Saint Mr. Dukes is oh. out on assignment. That's why. We just wanted to clarify for anybody new okay. to new to our radio program. Mm-hmm. Or we're gonna ch- we're gonna change the intro too. <laughs> yeah, not, not entirely. I'm just saying yeah. his name is mentioned in the intro. Yep. I just want okay. people to know why he's not here. Okay. As often. Now, okay. So, uh, for people not familiar with the show, we have a couple of clips that we're gonna play for you. And so, if you got them, let them go. Purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you didn't learn in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, The number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. You are welcome to watch me do the show. 
and simply by going out to our Tan Talk radio network, which is tantalk1340.com. You can find that, find Opportunity Hour, and you'll find me. But I suggest that you watch me to do the show because this show is all about finding enjoyable employment instead of a job. And the reason I say that is because I want you to see me because you have counselors, career coaches, HR individuals, and many others that are telling our most experienced workers that help make this country not to put stuff on your resume because it's going to date your age as if we're not going to see you when you show up. And so I want you to see me to do the show. You just got you here in my background and I want you to see me. I want you to look at me, my scars, bumps, my color, my hair is beginning to thin out, all that sort of stuff. I want you to look at me because I know we see you coming, we see you going, we see your front side, back side, we see all of you before you get a chance to open up your mouth. But more than that, I want you to get paid for your level of experience. I want you to get paid for those years, but also for you entry-level workers. I want you to know you count. And so I want you to know that we see you. Can't really hide anything. Yes, we do see you. We see you coming. We see you going. I want to make sure you know that because many of you really think we don't see you. And I want to let you all know we see all of you. What we don't know is what's going to come out of your mouth. But the show is only pertaining to, to job seekers and employers because we are trying to get job seekers to find what they enjoy doing instead of getting a job. Because many of you have jobs that you don't like. And since you don't like those jobs, then what happens is that you become a non-performer in the workplace. And so then what happens, because you're not performing doing something that you enjoy, then you start doing less and less, so your productivity goes down, plus your morale goes down. And so I would like to have you start to think about what do you like doing? I'm going to use the word like in plain English. What do you like doing that you can think about doing so that you can recognize how to recognize what you, what you have always been doing? Anyway, but tonight's show is about where we're going in the future where jobs are going in the future and where you're going to go as well if you if you live into the future I'm going to give you some tips on on some things that that could help you as well especially if you like to look for employment or have employment I'm going to talk about something that many of you probably have heard all around the news within the last 30 days. This product is called ChatGPT. It is, it is a product made by a company, but it, it is something that, that's designed to help humans. And I'm going to focus on it's designed to help job seekers in some way. And it can help job seekers and employers in some way, but I'm going to give you some pros and cons in terms of how it can help you and how it won't be able to help you. And so I'd like to have you begin to think about that because a lot of companies are picking it up and it has some great comments about it. I did a show on this about about a month ago when 
when it was starting to get visible, but its effects on the workplace is what I'm going to talk about because of individuals that are looking for employment and how you can use this product possibly to help you get a job, but how you can use this product to find something enjoyable and how you can be aware of what to avoid using this product. That's what I'm going to try to share some of that with you. Anyway, so tonight's show is about, it's about uh, the pros and cons of this thing called ChatGPT and using it for job seekers and employers. Okay, four weeks ago I just talked about it in general in terms of how it's going to affect our population based on our evolution. But, to those, but tonight's show is dedicated specifically for job seekers and in some cases some employers because both, both entities or individuals are going to be using it in one way or the other. And I want to give the job seeker the advantage, but I also want to help companies out because they need the help as well. And so I'm going to just say the magic word that's missing, and you won't find it in 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 certain places. It doesn't matter. Oh, but here it is. It doesn't matter what you do when it comes to finding employment. What matters is how well do you perform whatever it is that you're doing. That's where everything is. It's in the performance. All of your raises, all of your promotions, those things are all in performance. So what's written that many of you have been taught through our educational systems and job training systems, the people who teach you to do resumes and all that sort of stuff, all of that is good, however... Something's missing when it comes to performance. Because it doesn't matter how many three O's and four O's you have. It doesn't matter whether you never finished grade school or you got a PhD and anything in between. None of that matters because the employer, the people you, you want to work for, many of them are wondering how come we can't get more production out of our workers, which make up our workforce. And so I'm going to give you some tips on how you could do that. So stay tuned. We're going to take a short break, and I'll be more. And then we'll be coming back to talk about how the, the pros and cons of using ChatBT for job seekers and employers. But we'll be right back. Employers, this is Gene Hodge of HodgePodge Training. Are you struggling to find ways to increase your low productivity and morale? We train employers on how to improve employee productivity and morale, saving you huge sums of dollars that you're currently spending on training, retraining, grievances, turnover, and lawsuits. If you have this concern, send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. In the subject line, put employer. Again, that's T-H-E, opportunityhour at gmail.com. If you happen to miss any part of the Employment Opportunity Hour, or there's a particular show you may want to hear again, don't forget you can check out all the past Employment Opportunity Hour programs by going to internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. All the shows are there, just click and listen. internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. And you can contact Gene via email at the, T-H-E, opportunity hour at gmail.com. So you don't have to miss a minute of the Employment Opportunity Hour ever again. 
Job Seekers, this is Gene Hodge of HodgePodge Training. Would you like to have a job that you enjoy or do you want to settle for something that you don't want to do? We train job seekers to find enjoyable and compatible jobs so that you're motivated and enjoy doing and, in most cases, being paid competitive salaries. If you are, send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. T-H-E, opportunityhour at gmail.com. In the subject line, put job seeker. And I will get back to you and hopefully to help you find something that you enjoy. Living in America, where they say you can do what you want to do, be who you want to be. I am just going to say that's what they say. And for many of you, you may agree with it, and many of you may not. But I'm here tonight to talk to you, you job seekers and you employers. If you're looking for employment, and I'm focusing on how do you find something that you enjoy doing. But, but, but tonight I'm talking about a product that is now sweeping the planet, and it's called ChatGPT. It has different versions, and there's more versions coming. But, but what it is, it's a device or it's a tool that people can use to become better humans, in a sense. And it is, it, uh, it's, it's in the news. There's a lot of talk about it. Some love it. Some say it's very, very dangerous. And uh, it's up for you to kind of find out a little bit more about it. But I'm going to tell you what it is and, and uh, what it isn't. However, if you have questions or concerns, you're more than welcome to call the show. The number is 727-441-3000, 727-441-3000, to ask a question, to make some comments. I'm not an expert on it, but I'm going to give you my opinions as it pertains to job seekers and employers. Okay, so I'm going to start by giving the employer the advantage. Okay? And, and I'm going to take that word employer and break it down to an employee or employees and I'm going to break that down to humans and and I'm going to break it down further to talk about job developers and human resource people and people who develop jobs and so 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 there are some 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 things that that this can do but before let me tell you what it is it's something that's called artificial intelligence that's what it's called the GPT it stands for generative pre-trained transformers I believe in English language it's taking language that we use and it's it's been programmed or pre-trained to transfer statements in our language into statements that other people can use, that you could use and benefit, but it does it for you, which means you don't have to do it. And so uh, it transforms it based on several several different ways that or algorithms or instructions that allow people to use it to help them do things quicker, faster, be more productive. In some cases, that is going to help. It's going to help the employer, in some cases, it's going to help the individual. On a broader scale, it could be extremely dangerous. 
on a broader scale, but I'm only talking about how this may be able to help our employers. So I'm going to just start with a couple of things for the, the people who develop job titles. And remember, it's something that's called AI or artificial intelligence, which means it's not real. It's not human. And not human means it's not like you humans. It has logic. It has pathways, has directions, but it does not have any feelings. It cannot understand feelings. So your feelings are only you have those. Only humans have those. So think of it this way. If you believe in Christmas and you live somewhere in the country where you like to go get Christmas trees, with a Christmas tree you can go to farms and places and chop down a tree. Depending on where you live in the country, there are trees that get shipped to your various cities from, from all up north where they grow pretty much. But that's a real Christmas tree. Some of you know you can go down to our, some of our major retail stores and you can buy a tree. It's called a Christmas tree, but it's an artificial Christmas tree. And so it's not a real tree, but you've been told it's a tree. You believe it's a tree, and you go buy it because you may say, I don't have to pick up all the little needles that fall off the tree. You know? Anyway, so you, go, you buy an artificial tree. Well, AI is using our language, but in a way where it's, it doesn't take in into consideration your feelings because it can't. Okay, so it can give you logical answers. The problem is humans aren't logical people. Humans are just humans. But let me get, let me get back to a couple of things. One is if, if you're an employer and your job is to develop jobs and job descriptions, on the press side, it can develop a job description for you based on you telling it a title based on the information that we have on on job titles it could be uh, any job title that you can think of that you've had or jobs that you see out on the internet when you're looking for jobs all of those are titles they're all made up by human beings well those human resource people or people who do that they could type in a job title and say give me a job title and description for this role it can do that and you can break it down into further roles so that you can say I now know what the job consists of and you can modify it in some cases so you can say this is what we want and you have it written out once you get that you say let me go advertise this job or post this job out on the internet somewhere or on a job site, so people can go find this job. And it looks very nice. It's all scripted out. And you might, on the employer side, you may say, it looks good, sounds good. It saved me a ton of time as far as my thinking. And it just typed it out, and all I did was I looked at it, and I agreed that it was saying what I wanted to say. Okay, so that's, that's, that's the, the pro side of it. It can do that for you in record time, and it, it will get a lot of things moving. Now, the, the side of that that's not so good is that it can't feel what you feel. 
And so you may send that job out to a human who now has to apply for that job, and the human has to look at it and say, I believe I can do this, and then, and then reapply. So the technical part of the job is correct in a sense. The human side of it is maybe not being able to do what the machine said, but maybe you not being able to do what you thought you could do. That's where the problem is because from the employer side, it helped us develop job descriptions and job titles because those change all the time. The difference is we can define, we can make up a title and define roles and responsibilities that we'd like for that job to handle. We can also specify qualifications based on how we've looked at qualifications based on the way we go look for employment. And so we can do all that. That That's the good side of it. The, the side that doesn't necessarily work is that you will be expecting people to apply for that job that that you think that they are qualified to do the job and they have the credentials, they have all of what we have been asking for in the past. The difference is the human has feelings. And so the human may not be able to do what the expectation is that the machine said it could. And so in that case, that's where a problem starts. And so it's going to help a lot of people to develop jobs quicker. Now, that's, 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 the, that's the side on the employer. Now, let's flip it over to the job seeker. The job seeker is looking for a job. Most job seekers look for what they know how to do. And so reading, reading the perfection that comes in the job title and the job description that was created by the AI, well, the individual may say, I'm qualified for that job or I'm not qualified for that job. Or the individual can say, let me go create a response to that job. Okay, so the individual now goes to chat and says, I want to apply for this job and this is what I need to apply. Tell me what I need to apply. It would print out that. And so you would see what you need to do to apply for it. And it would tell you how to st structure your words and language so that you appear to be the greatest candidate that the employer could have. The problem is several things. Number one is everyone else that's looking at that same job using the same language can apply for that job. In most cases, there'll be a lot of duplicate information coming in. Unless you're, even if you ask it to present it in a different form, or, or is there another way, it's going to give you what it's programmed to give back. And so the job seeker is by his or herself, they apply for the job based on using the chat GPT because it's able to write down things. And the employer ends up getting several candidates with similar information because they use the chat 
to respond to the, the request of the job. So when it gets back to the individual who, who developed the job, well, they may not be able to understand why so many applicants seem to be qualified. Well, the reality is, is that they just used the language to respond back to the language that was given to them. Doesn't mean you can do the job at all. But it's time that we take a short break. I'm going to hold up right there. But uh, I'd like to have you think about that. If you got any questions or comments, feel free to give us a call. The number's right in front of you, 727-441-3000. But we'll be right back more with the pros and cons of using JetPT for job seekers and employers. Tita, wake up. Stop lying. Stop lying. Stop lying. Oh, Job seekers, now you can access Gene's articles revealing a different way to find enjoyable employment, especially for experienced workers. His free articles titled, Layoffs Present Opportunity to Find Enjoyable Employment, Is There Really Job Training Available for You?, How to Find a Fit in the New Job Market, and Innovative Job Training Program, A Collaborative Model. To see Gene's articles, go to LinkedIn.com, type Eugene Hodge in the search box, look for articles, and choose an article. That's at LinkedIn.com. Or go to HodgePodgeTraining.com, choose Resources tab, and choose an article. That's at HodgePodgeTraining.com. Purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you didn't learn in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a, a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. If you have a disability or know someone who has a disability between the ages of 18 to 65 that is collecting Social Security disability payment, but you would like to get off the Social Security and get a job where you can be self-supportive making enough income. Well, I have a way of doing that to help you. If you have an interest or know somebody, send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Especially if you're in the greater Tampa Bay area, but if you know of anyone, period. This is a national program designed to help people with disabilities to get competitive paying jobs. is changing it's changing very quickly i'm i'm talking tonight about this new product that is now hitting the planet it's called chat gpt it's supposed to make us better humans and it's going to affect a lot of us a lot of us are going to use it and in one sense it's all good 
And in another sense, it's going to take us where we've never imagined going. And I'm talking about some of the advantages and disadvantages of both the job seeker and the employer or the person who developed the job title, description, and all that sort of stuff, and how using this product, ChatGPT, could help find employees, but maybe not the ones that you wanted, and how the job seeker could apply for a job, but maybe find out it's not the job that you wanted. And so I'm giving you some tips on what to be aware of using this product and, and the difference that you can make in terms of separating you from everybody else, okay? And so, we, so we were talking about the job developers. I'm going to switch over now to the job seeker. The job seeker can develop resumes just by telling it what it is that you want there. It can make a beautiful resume for you that matches a job title and job description. And you can say it looks good. And it uses words that you use. But the difference is, that's the good side of it. The downside is, you may not use those words in your regular vocabulary. You may, based on what part of the country or world you're from, your slang or the way you use those words may differ. And it may not be able to recognize that. But but uh, it will look good on paper, but... You speaking those words may become very difficult because it's just not the way you are as a person. If you're lucky enough to get to an interview, all of that will be exposed. And so my suggestion is expose that first, then fill out, then send in a resume because you know how now to say some of those words differently of which you could edit yourself and change some of those words because if you don't use those words, then there's a disconnect between what it says on a piece of paper, which is your resume, and the way you talk about it in, in the language that you're speaking. The resume, the language, should be as close as it, as it can to the way you present you. That's, that's, that's one thing it cannot do, and it won't ever be able to do it because we're all different humans. So, so that, that, that's one thing. It'll create a resume for you. But you have to meet with somebody at some point in time or you have to be able to talk about the job. And I'm going to suggest if you can meet with somebody, that would be great. If not, then you join the class of people who sit in front of a screen and we see half of you or a headshot, and that's the way you perform your work. And and that's okay if that's all you want. And so, so but if you want us to see you, of which the machine really cannot see, then you've got to figure out a way to get in front of people. If you... And so if you watch them on the screen, try to, get, try to get in front of them with your real face, show them as much of your body as you can in terms of how you look, because you want employers who care about you instead of just having a body. Because if we can have a body, we can get a robot to do what we're trying to get humans to do. 
because with this with this product, robots will be able to do it much more efficiently than probably you and I can. The difference is it doesn't have a human touch, doesn't have a human feeling, and it doesn't have compassion. It's a machine. So if you think the machine has compassion based on what you think it should have, that's where the problem's going to be. Now, the other side is that it will make you look good on paper because it's going to use words that you would like to have talking about yourself. It's going to define how you think that you can do the job, whether you understand all the words or not. But it will define that for you so you look real good on paper. The problem is that workplaces require performance doesn't matter in our current system, our current educational approach of many, many of you going through training programs, thinking you got to graduate from college and school and high school, all that sort of stuff. All that is great based on where we are. The problem that employers have is that they cannot find enough productive people. And they can't find people with good morale. You can't see those on a piece of paper. So my suggestion is for you job seekers, if it's local, make a phone call if you can and see if you can set up a meeting. Make a phone call and let somebody know you really exist and try to get in front of that person so they can see you, hear you. And now, if you're one of those kinds of people that are afraid to apply for a job in person, well, that's on you depending on how, how bad you want a job. And I'm not suggesting any of you get a job. I want you to get something that you enjoy doing. And the best way you can do that is tell the machine what you like doing because it's going to take that. It's going to take, it, it's going to take what you tell it and put it into a form that allows you to look good as best as it can. And you can figure out the rest of it by possibly changing a few words or just, just being able to speak what it is that somebody else is reading. But those are the things that, that, that you can do. You can save an awful lot of time of, of trying to, to write out these things when it's going to write it out for you. So on the, on the side of the job seeker, it's going to solve a lot of problems in terms of looking good. It still doesn't have anything to do with performance. That's what you're going to have to do. And so the best thing I'm going to suggest for you is to, to talk how you did something and what did you do so that whoever's reading this can get an idea of what you can do who's looking for somebody to do those things. And so, so that's, that's, that, that's how you can be able to stand out. Um, however, there's from from the job seeker standpoint, it's not going to produce the, the content as fully as you wanted it to. So you still you have an option to modify it or let it be there. My suggestion for that is be as true to yourself as you can, so that when you show up, if you show up, you're as true as you can. Be become aware of being true because if it does if something doesn't match then most likely you won't be selected if you are selected but we find out you can't do what you said you could then then it's going to hurt you 
it's also going to hurt your employer. It's going to hurt you because you're going to not be satisfied with your performance, and neither is your management level people, and you may not be satisfied with the pay you're getting. So the best thing you can do is be as honest as you can to you and be willing to focus on what it is that you know how to do instead of you presenting something that you look like you can do it, but you really may not be able to do it. Now, now what you won't be able to see using this chat GPT, we can't see your feelings. You only have feelings. We can't see what you look like. You know what you look like and the world does, but the machine can't because it doesn't have eyes. It takes photos of you, but those are not eyes. So, so it's important to know if you can talk to another human because uh, I, don't think the, I don't think it's going to replace us humans. I think it will cause a lot of us humans to be displaced or laid off because the machine is doing work that we thought you were going to be able to do as a human. Okay, we're evolving, so it's not wrong. It's just one of those things that we're doing. So that's about all I can say there. But uh, that's, 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 that's something from you complete, completing, you as the individual applying for employment. Make sure that you read what the machine wants the individual to do. Make sure you make sure you read the words, because your understanding of the words may be something that you might need to make sure the definitions are clear in terms of what what the words say. And the other the other thing I'm going to suggest is that is that if you are looking for employment, look for what you want to do. Do not look for what you already know how to do. That happens in real life. <laughs> it's going to happen when you apply using this product. If you do what you already know how to do, you cannot grow. You grow by learning to do something different. You grow by getting responsibilities added on. And so you grow. So my suggestion is, if you know that you're receiving job descriptions and job titles that are created by AI, I'm going to suggest that look at how much you believe you know how to do and look for what you do not know how to do. And that's the, that's the position you may want to apply for, provided you think you'll enjoy it. If it's just something that you're doing that you didn't enjoy, the worst thing you can do is look for a job to go do the same thing that you know you didn't enjoy in the first place. Anyways, I'd like to have you think about that because that's where we're going and it's going to end up causing bigger problems with our workforce because the performance is going would not be what the expectation was. It's already not what we expected it to be. And that's why these were evolving to letting a lot of machinery do it. But that's enough for me right now. You've, we're going to take a short break so you hear, hear, hear a little bit more about uh, the 
pros and cons of using ChatGPT for job seekers and employers. But we'll be right back. Job seekers, are you unemployed and ready to go back to work? Did you know that now you can get Gene's books revealing a different way to find enjoyable employment? Each book shows you how to develop a resume and cover letter using your life experiences. You will receive step-by-step instruction on the content, its rationale, and its importance for each book. His books are available in soft copy and digital formats on Amazon.com and HodgePodgeTraining.com. Eugene Hodge, an employment training consultant, has helped thousands of job seekers to find enjoyable employment at competitive wages using an innovative process by matching your needs with employer needs. The books are Resume, What's Its Purpose? and Cover Letter, What's Its Purpose? To get Gene's books, go to Amazon.com, type Eugene Hodge in the search box, look for his books, choose a book, or go to HodgePodgeTraining.com, choose Shop tab, choose books in a single or bundled formats. Coming soon, books in Spanish, Creole, and French format, all at HodgePodgeTraining.com. Job Seekers, now you can access Gene's articles revealing a different way to find enjoyable employment, especially for experienced workers. His free articles titled, Layoffs Present Opportunity to Find Enjoyable Employment, Is There Really Job Training Available for You?, How to Find a Fit in the New Job Market, and Innovative Job Training Program, A Collaborative Model. To see Gene's articles, go to LinkedIn.com, type Eugene Hodge in the search box, look for articles, and choose an article. That's at LinkedIn.com. Or go to HodgePodgeTraining.com, choose Resources tab, and choose an article. That's at HodgePodgeTraining.com. Purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you didn't learn in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, The number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. Look here to find that. Find your purpose. I have this thought and this feeling I say all the time. All the things you find yourself doing that you like doing, you have been doing it your way. And behind that, there is a purpose. And so that's what I like to have you think about. Also, I did not say this at the start of the show. Normally I do. But there's a formula that I used for finding what I called enjoyable employment. 
it applies to the evolution of using all this AI technology, but it applies basically to you, the human being. Okay, so here's the way I'm going to suggest that you use that as well as using yourself, the way you use GPT and, and the way you think of yourself. Okay, in order to find employment that you will enjoy doing, write down three to five things that you enjoy doing, another three to five things that you know how to do, and another three to five things that you just enjoy doing. Okay? And from that, from that, if you have between 9 and 15 things, take all of what you wrote down, look at it, and see if you can somehow structure a paragraph or statement whereby you could get in front of somebody and take 30 to 90 seconds to, to tell them who you are, what you, what you like doing, know how to do, and enjoy doing. And from that, look at how that could help you find something that you enjoy. Now, one of the, one, 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 one of the things when it comes to AI, you're going to be meeting somebody else's need instead of your need. However, you will have the opportunity to develop resumes so you could put down what it is that you know how to do and what you like doing. And you could create, your resume should say that anyway. You know, I'm going to use the word should, which is not. But your resume is a, a story about you, what you know how to do. It has nothing to do with a job, although many of you ap apply for jobs and you put in stuff that, that you're applying for the job that somebody else wanted. Imagine putting what you want to people to know about you in your resume and sending that to the people that you want. Sending that to jobs that you want them to think about where else do you fit instead of you fitting jobs where you think you fit. Because the problem is most of us job seekers, we go look for what we already know how to do. And then we put together a resume that shows dates of how you went from one job to the next job doing the exact same thing. And we teach our individuals how to recognize what they've done so that they, they're not looking at what they already know how to do. They're looking at what they would like to do and they're using what they know how to do as the evidence in terms of their growth. Because when you grow, you learn new things. And so, so, so you, you, using this product, you're able to put together your type of information and you're, apply, you're able to apply for jobs you would like to have and back it up with what you know how to do and have been doing because all of those things are factual. They're factual because you, you've done them, but more importantly, you've done them for somebody else. That's where your credibility comes into play. And it doesn't matter what it is. What, what matters is that what you enjoy doing, you've been performing what you enjoy doing, and a ton of people know about it already. And I did not say they have to be people you've worked with. I said a ton of people know what you like doing already because they do. They've watched you do it. 
why not create resumes telling people what you like to do and know how to do and let them choose where they think it fits in terms of what level? Instead of you applying for a job and you're applying for something that you know how to do, that you think you know how to do, and you may find out that, that if you get lucky enough to get in front of us, many of you are told you're not qualified. Many of you may be told that you're overqualified, and you wonder why. Well, the truth is, if you're being told you're overqualified, you are, because you keep asking to do the same thing over and over again. There's no way you can be productive and have good morale doing what you don't want to do. The only way you can be productive is doing what you enjoy doing and growing for, into more enjoyment. But it's just something to think about because I'm just here telling you how you can get employable jobs using, using this fantastic product and how you can do it so that you're doing what you want because that's what you want the machine to know that that's what you want to do. It can't see you. And I mentioned this on most shows. If you can, if possible, do not apply for a job using a computer. I'm still okay to use a computer, but using chat GPT. It's not a human. It can't feel what you feel. It can't hear what you hear. It can only look at the words and know the words and, and the meanings. But it's, it's like that. So I'm going to just jump off the subject very quickly because many of you have grown up in a time where we use our phones for texting. And we put our information into these devices. Whatever information we put in, it gets stored. Believe me, it's stored somewhere. And that's this helps ChatGPT to get its vocabulary and language from all these places. We give it information. The difference is, is that that we can, if you're in front of us, we can see what you look like. If you're in front of us, we can see how you represent yourself. If you're in front of us, we can see your emotions. We can see if you're sad or happy and whether you're hurt or not. None of that you can see in a text. It's all reading. And I want you to begin to recognize how we've evolved because there's so many of us will read something and we get we feel hurt. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. The only difference is you did the reading and you did the interpretation of what the reading meant. That doesn't mean everybody else did, but it definitely means that's what you did. And so much of us will say we're being bullied because of what we're reading. And I want to make sure you know it's your feelings and your interpretation of what you're reading and you're putting in your feelings. Well, unfortunately, that can't be felt with artificial intelligence types of communication devices. That's that. Anyway, so the best thing I'm going to suggest is that all of what you want to see, if possible, do it in person. Even if you're in front of a screen where we can see only a headshot or half your body, do it there as well. And if you really want us to see you, make sure we can see all of you because when you do show up, if you're able to show up, we see all of you. And I can guarantee the one who shows up 
most times they're going to get the jobs that they enjoy because we get a chance to see all of you. And that's where our decisions are made. And I'm going to just suggest that. Use the product to make you look good, but make sure the product doesn't over-present you because if your performance isn't there, you just hurt yourself and you just hurt your employer because we're expecting more from you. And so that that's it's very important to understand what we put out there pretending, but when it comes to performance, we're lacking. And that turns into, there's no way that can turn into high morale. It turns into we start saying stuff, well, if it's not good enough, now I'm going to do less. <laughs> and so it just gets worse and worse for the individual. The technology is going to continue to evolve, and much of it will replace a lot of us. And so I'm going to suggest how do you <laughs> how you can benefit from that is to begin looking at what it is that you know how to do and and share that the machine cannot do. So, so use your talents that way because you have them you have it there anyway. But I hear the music which means my time is up and I like to have you just think about their ways that you like doing, things that you enjoy doing and always been doing, you literally have been doing it your way. I'm now trying to share with you how do you transfer that into today's electronic devices because it can be done, but only you know because you have the feelings and you did, and you can do it your way. Anyway, but stay tuned for the next show coming up. And this is Gene Hodge and we're done and we're out of here until next time. And go do it your way because you really are doing it your way anyway. Stay consistent. Be consistent because all of that is possible. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay, and then we're out of here at this point in time. WTAN, Clearwater. FM 106.1. WDCF, Dade City. FM 102.3. Listen.